And one thing I can tell you is most people don't agree on everything every day. You probably don't with your spouse either. But Reagan had another way of handling that too. As you can tell, I love Ronald Reagan. He said, if you agree with me 80% of the time, you're probably my friend. He was right. It's true. He was a guy who also understood while he was president of the United States of America that when he was in the White House and Tip O'Neill was Speaker of the House, they didn't agree on much. But they were civil to each other. Made you proud to see these people act like mature adults. We need to get that back. We really do. You know, when people watch cable TV, and I love cable TV, it's great, especially love ESPN. But when they watch cable TV and they see Americans fighting with each other all day long, it's eroding the fabric of our country. It's good not to agree, and it's good to have debate. But when you do it all day long, 24-7, in an endless news cycle, that's not good for America. In my humble opinion, I wasn't raised that way. That's why when this president came to my state, I greeted him. Because my father, Charlie Chris Sr., and my mother, Nancy, God bless her, the sweetest woman I've ever met, raised me and my three sisters to try to be decent to others, even if you don't agree with them. And I've been castigated for it in my campaign. That's appalling. That's not right. That's political propaganda. That's not what America stands for. Look, I don't agree with President Obama, but he is the President of the United States of America. Duly elected by the people. So I'm going to be decent to him. I'm going to vote for him. In fact, I campaign against him pretty darn hard for a great guy named John McCain. We live in the greatest country on the face of the planet, my friends. We truly do. I am convinced of it. And we always will. As long as we find our way through these tough times. And America always has. And we will again. I'm running for the United States Senate. Most governors run for re-election. Tim was kind enough to refer to it in his opening remarks. And you might ask, golly, you know, you got a governor's mansion. you got a state jet that I hardly use, by the way. I flew up here commercial this morning. Why don't you run for re-election as governor? I'll tell you why. It's very simple. Our country needs help. Our country needs help. She really does. And a dose of common sense. And I've told you about a few of the things that we've done in Florida that I think represent common sense in a better way. Reduce taxes. Reduce spending. Live within your means. Have good education for your children. Develop diversified energy resources. It's just doing what's right. It really isn't complicated. But it is important to get it right. And I think this town could use a lot more of that. So as Lisa admonished me, I'd love your help. <laughs> I would love your help. A lot of you already have. And I'm grateful for that. Mm -hmm. Let me finish by telling you uh, what we did on health care. Because that's obviously pertinent today. When I got elected, we had about 4 million of my fellow Floridians that didn't have health care. There's about 20 million people living in Florida now. We're the fourth largest state in America, soon to be the third passing New York. And I, it broke my heart that there were that many people that didn't have health insurance, that had to worry. You know, what if they had a child who might get sick or get a catastrophic illness? You know, how do you help people like that? How do you try to take away their worry? People should not have to worry. So, our administration asked the legislature, the House and the Senate, for permission to give us the authority in the administration to negotiate on behalf of the four million who didn't have coverage. The legislature, to their credit, gave us that authority. So we started to negotiate with health insurance companies in my state. And we negotiated hard. 
At the time in Florida, it was about six or seven hundred dollars per month for an individual to have health insurance coverage. Six or seven hundred dollars. We were able to negotiate it down to about $150. It's called Cover Florida Health Plan. Very proud of what we're able to do. And people have started signing up for it. Not one government mandate, not one tax dime, just working hard, negotiating, and trying to offer a product to people in the free market. That's how you do it, I think. I wish they would get that here. That's why I'd like to get here and share that with them. Maybe we can get it done. Let me finish by telling you why I love being a public servant in this country, and then I'll take any questions you have. It's a story about a boy named Adam. Vivian could probably tell you the story. Adam is a boy who came to this country when he was 14. And when Adam came to this country, he could not speak the language. He did not know anybody and he didn't have any money. But Adam had something more important than that. He had a dream. He had a dream about coming to a place called America where he had heard that if you worked hard, if you lived by the rules, and you did what was right, that you could do better for yourself. This place would give you an opportunity. It would give everybody a chance. So when Adam got here, he worked hard. He shined shoes for a living. And he made $5 a month shining shoes. But he was frugal. And he saved his money. And eventually he was able to open up a small cafe. And he was starting to live the American dream that he had heard about and believed in. But he also understood the importance of education, he and his wife. And so they made sure that all seven of their children got a good education. One of them became a pharmacist. One of them became a school teacher. And one of them became a doctor. The doctor is my father. Adam Christodoulos was my grandfather a Greek. My father shortened it to Christ. But because of that personal story about what America has stood for, as Reagan called us, the shining city on the hill, and truly she is that. That's why I'm so proud to be a public servant in this country. It's an amazing place. We are so blessed, so blessed to live in this country, so fortunate. We have so much to be grateful for. There are tough times now. I get that. But we'll get through it. Thanks for having me. God bless you.